Hey out there in Radio Land, this is the Danger Hour, and I'm your Fancy Pants host, James. Isn't this exciting? We're back again. Oh my god, James! It's been a while! No, no, stop that. Stop it. Not not so fast. Let's just ease into it, shall we? Yes, James, just, just put it in nice and slow at first. And then we can... No, stop it. God damn it. I haven't seen you in such a long time, and already you're annoying me. A record-timing annoyance. I won't apologize for who I am, James. <laughs> well, I can respect that on some level. You know what that reminds me? I was camping one year with a bunch of broads, a bunch of dames, and I made a joke, something along the lines of, uh, you're going to be sterile, or I hope you're sterile, or <laughs> something like that. And the gasps that I heard, right? <gasps> oh my God, don't say that. How can you say that to her? And, uh, you know, most people would have been, oh, you know, I'm sorry. You're right. I, I, I shouldn't have said that. But not me, everybody. No, sir. I accept myself for who I am as well. I make offensive comments. And the moment you retract those comments are the, is the moment the terrorists win. No, so I responded with, uh, like, you know, I could have been like, oh, I'm sorry. Or, oh, I'm just kidding. But I said, I said, are you fucking crazy? You know, I'm just joking. So do you think my comment is going to make her sterile? And even if she is sterile, I've got nothing to do with it. (laughs) Does that make any sense? Oh my God, James, that's offensive. Oh, fuck off. Offensive. Here's the deal, everybody. Everybody. The world according to James. I can say whatever I want to say. You have the right to be offended or not. It doesn't mean that I have to shut my mouth, does it? (laughs) I think so. You could be offended all you want. And then I'm just an asshole. And you have the right to not speak to me ever again. Because what I said offended you. But the moment you go, Oh my God! I'm offended! Apologize! No! I will not censor myself because of something you possibly could get offended by. Everyone's got their little trigger. All right. What what my trigger is going to be is not the same as the next guy because we all have our personal experiences. Let's just say, for example, that uh, my wife was murdered by a wild boar. Oh, my God, James, your wife was porked. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah, let's just say my wife was porked to death. Oh, God, James. That's kind of hot. All right. And then one day I'm hanging out with some people and we're all talking and stuff. And someone makes a joke about someone getting killed by a pig. (gasps) That's going to offend me. Right? But they don't know that my wife was violently porked to death. So do I have the right to be like, oh, my wife was killed by a wild pig. You shouldn't make that comment. (laughs) Was that a bad example? I guess what I'm trying to say is we all have our trigger. We all have that thing, that soft spot. But no one knows exactly what everyone's is. And so the only way to solve this problem is A, shut your goddamn mouths and never speak again. And that way you'll never offend anybody. Or B, everyone just lighten up. Okay? Jesus Christ. I can let someone say whatever they want to say and you just secretly be like, oh. I don't like what he just said. Uh, you don't got to make it vocal points about it. Apologize!
apologize to me. I was hurt. Oh my God, James. Talk about record timing. You're already on your soapbox. All right, fine. I can see that. Let's move. Let's just move it right along, everybody. By the way, that, that time we were camping and I said that, and then I explained myself and started laughing about it, they all actually said, yeah, I guess you're right. That is stupid. So there you have it, a small victory for the James campaign. Okay, now we can move along. So uh, today is my day off. It's Thursday. It's approximately 12.15 p.m. 2017, in the year of our Lord. And today is my first day off in 10 days straight. Oh my God, James, bitch about it, why don't you? You know what? That's a long time. 10 days in a row. But I asked for it. I bet you did, James. You always ask for it. All right. Yeah, I signed up. Uh, see, what, the way my job schedule works these days is I work six days in a row. I get Sunday off. Then I work for three days. Then I get Thursday off. Then I go back to work Friday. Then I get Saturday and Sunday off. And that happens, you know, twice a month. Right? <laughs> <laughs> whatever so i signed up for overtime on that last sunday are we all following along so far in the math that is my life i signed up for overtime on the last sunday and i actually got it seven days in a row they don't like to give it up because it becomes double time the whole shift double the fun double the pleasure double the pay and I was able to get it. And oh God, was I laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> it was glorious. I worked the 4 p.m. to midnight shift. And we have a rule that you can't go into work the following day unless you have a nine-hour space in between your shift. So not only did I receive my double time, but I also got to go into work two hours late the next day and get paid for it. Oh! Pretty fucking good. Pretty sweet deal. The only drawback is 10 days in a row with no days off. Yeah. But that money's already gone. <laughs> oh, is there nothing worse than working your ass off and just handing over the money to whatever debt you're owed? I mean, you're owing, not what you're owed. Oh my God, James, cry some more, you fucking pussy. Yeah, it's my goddamn right. The only reason I do these shows is so I can vent and release my negative energy and, and bestow it onto all of you. Yeah, you don't realize that, do you? All this shit that you're hearing is feeding into your negative energy. It's probably going to give you cancer if you harbor it, but if you let it go... Let it go, let it go. You're just going to spread, spread it all around. So, joke's on you. You know, why can't we be like France? You mean those pussies that surrender every war, James? Well, not in that aspect. Do you mean how they kiss with the tongues in each other's mouths, James? That's not, that's not a bad idea, but that's not what I mean either. Do you mean when you drink wine and cheese, James? Because you're lactose intolerant, James. I know I'm lactose intolerant. I don't need you to fucking remind me. Sore spot, James? I'll give you a sore spot. Promise. Oh, God. No, what I mean about France 
is that they get like 30 days of vacation. 30 days paid vacation. Plus, I think, now don't quote me on this. Don't quote me on anything, <laughs> actually, now that we mention it. Uh, I think they work, what, six hours a day? Is that true? I think it's something like that. I don't know. But Jesus Christ, man, that would, that would be something, huh? And I think they actually get more accomplished than we do, working more time. Ugh. Wouldn't it be great if we can go to work and just get five solid fucking hours done? Because normally at work, how much time are you wasting, right? Let's just go to work, solid five, no breaks, and then be done with it. No lunch, nothing. Solid five. And then have the whole rest of the day to enjoy. Uh, do you know that every fucking day, uh, I'm counting down, like, all right, I can finally go. I leave, you get home, and it's like someone pressed fast forward. And it's like, fuck, it's eight o'clock already? I haven't done anything. <laughs> every day in the morning, I wake up and I'm tired as shit. And it's like, all right, tonight I'm going to bed early. I'm going to feel good once I get a whole bunch of sleep. And then next thing you know, it's 1130 at night. It's like, fuck. Here we go again. Never fails. Never fails. You want to whine some more, James? Jesus, I thought this was the podcast. Bring the funny, motherfucker. Oh, God damn it. You and your reality checks. Okay. Uh, anyway, so the money I was speaking of is all gone. Guess what, everybody? I have a whole bunch of dental work done. Oh, God. Is there anything worse than going to the dentist and having your mouth numbed? Ugh. So yeah, I, uh, I've been putting it off for a long time, and my mouth is fucked. It was gross. Now it's fantastic. Woo! You should see it now. If you want to hook up sometime, and you can check out my mouth, just uh, get a hold of me. How do they do that, James? Well, it's simple. Write me an email. Thedangerhour at yahoo.com. You can take me out for, uh, uh, for a lunch break. Or a dinner. We can have some white wine spritzers. And I can show you the inside of my mouth now. All that metal has been taken out. And now it's all glorious white. <laughs> I look like a movie star now. <laughs> yeah, when I was, uh, I think, 19, I, I got dental insurance. And I went to this dentist who later I realized was a fucking scam artist. And he tells me, yeah, you've got a few cavities and uh, you know, I got I to gotta put fillings in there. You know what? While we're at it, we might as well do these, these, and those, and those. Huh? That's what you think. Okay. I didn't fucking know any better because I was a moron. So he filled a bunch of my teeth with metal. And, uh, yeah, I, I really strongly believe I did not have that many cavities. <laughs> I think he just fucked me over. So, uh, anyway. Uh, later on, I, it turns out I need crowns, right? Because I had a broken tooth for a while and I didn't fucking do anything about it because I didn't have any medical or uh, dental insurance. And, you know, you know how it goes. Don't lie. Don't act like you're better than me. I know a lot of people that put their shit off. They don't want to go to the dentist. They avoid it. And it just keeps. And then once you avoid a problem, it just gets worse and worse. So <laughs> my shit was pretty fucked up. And so I've been working on it this whole year. I know it's only April, but this whole year I've. I should fucking have my own desk at this dental office because so, I was there so often. And they were actually telling me, oh, I'm impressed with you. I'm so proud of you. No one has 
been as committed to getting all their stuff done like you have. Nobody. You are the you are the the most uh, dedicated person that we've ever seen to getting all their work completed. It's like, wow. Are they blowing smoke up my ass? Possibly. Am I really that amazing? Most likely. <laughs> so yeah, it's been adding up. But I thought you had dental insurance, James. What's the deal? Are they scamming you again? Just like the metal guy, James? Well, the thing is, it only covers so much. And if you want that uh, the fancy white porcelain shit, it doesn't cover that. So that costs a pretty penny. It's pretty crazy shit. They put a little block of, uh, what is it, porcelain in this machine, and they laser cut your tooth right there in the office. It's pretty fucking wild. But yeah, they got to numb you. They got to drill stuff and poke stuff. I needed root canals. There's a whole goddamn thing. It's been a long, it's been a while. It's been a long time coming. But uh, now I'm left with some debt. Oh, God. But the cool thing is it's uh, interest-free for a year. So I'm going to have that handled. Don't worry about me, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry about your old pal Danger. I'll get it taken care of. But it sucks because, uh, you know, you work real hard and then it just goes. You, you, you get handed the money and you turn around and you just hand it away. Even though you, there's no really money nowadays. It's just numbers on a screen. It really means nothing to you. It really doesn't feel like you've earned anything nowadays, right? You're not handed. You remember that? back? I'm going to sound like an old fuck now. Back in my days, you used to go to the bank and cash your check. And they'd hand you all the money and you'd walk out feeling like you earned something. Yeah, you used to go to the bank, hand them a check, a piece of paper that said how much money they were going to give you. Youngsters out there don't have any idea what I'm talking about. You know, I'm 33 years old nowadays. Uh, they don't do it the same as they used to. Nowadays, you just get it directly deposited to your account and uh, you just see it there in your, app, your application on your phone, on your cellular mobile, cellular device. Yeah, you used to have to go to the bank. You used to have to walk into an establishment, everybody, and hand them a piece of paper and they'd say, how would you like this? And high bills, small bills. And they hand you hundreds, if you were lucky. Or like me, they'd hand you tens. <laughs> and you walked out and you felt like you earned something. Now, uh, them days are gone. Yeah, so uh, there you have it. Does that does, do any of you give a shit? <laughs> Probably not. I'm just rambling. Oh, but uh, when I first <laughs> when I first went to this dentist, this one lady, it, it was so weird what she told me. I'm sitting in the chair, and uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna like this dentist. She's really good, and she's got small hands." <laughs> And she wasn't joking. She was being totally serious. And I was like, huh. I never thought about it. I guess that is one of the important criteria in selecting a dentist. Did they uh, get proper schooling? Yeah. Were they at the top of their class? Uh, yes, they were. Hmm, great. Do they have small hands? <laughs> you know what? It actually does make a good, uh, it's a good, it's a difference. Because when they're in there, you know, they got to get deep down inside. Tell me more, James. Oh, great. You know, because when they're working on the, on the back teeth, they have that dental assistant that's there and ripping your fucking cheek open like you're a largemouth tr uh, bass, just pulling the goddamn side of your cheek with their, with their instruments. Oh, it hurts. But if she was a large man, 
putting uh, his hands inside your mouth. Oh my God, James. Tell me more. Ugh. So luckily she's a little Indian woman and she was able to get right down deep inside there and get the goddamn job done. So yeah, I finished all my dental work, everybody. And it's a, it's a pretty good feeling, except you're left with the bill. So there's that. Uh. <laughs> On top of that, I've been trying to stay fit and healthy. Um, lately, I'm on a plan. First, it started off as, you know, I, I like doing hikes. You all know that if you've been listening for a while. I've been into hikes. But uh, recently, I made the decision that I want to step up my game. Last year, we did a half dome in Yosemite, which was fucking spectacular. And I didn't really think too much of it, but I saw this thing online called the Six Pack of Peaks. The Six Pack of Peaks. Try to say that six times fast. Six Pack of Peaks, Six Pack of Peaks, Six Pack of Peaks, Six Pack of Peaks, Six Pack... Nope, I already fucked up. The Six Pack of Peaks. It's in Southern California. And uh, they, they get higher as you do them. So pretty much it's a hike to the, to the peak of a mountaintop. Now, we've already done the first one. And that was Mount Wilson. And I got to tell you, that was a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be. It got, it got pretty hard there for a while. But we did it. We got to the peak. And it was pretty fucking cool. It was me, uh, my coworker, my buddy, Super Dick, Dick. And monkey. <gasps> All four of us, like the Lord of the Rings, walking up there on a journey. We got to the top, felt this amazing feeling of accomplishment and whatnot. Burned a shitload of calories in the same time. It was fantastic. So, step two is coming up in three days from now. It's going to be uh, Cucamonga Peak. We're going on Sunday. So, hey, if you hear this and you want to join us, Meet us up there this coming Sunday. That's the uh, phase two. Then it's like Mount Baldy. And then uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Mount San Jacinto. Um, and Gorgonio, something like that. I forget the last one. But uh, so they keep getting higher and higher. Just like that Van Halen song. Get higher and higher, reach up to the sky. <laughs> that was uh, Van, Van Hagar. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Although fucking monkey has let me down. <gasps> he uh, he calls me up yesterday. Hey, I'm not feeling good. I'm not gonna be able to make it. I was like, yes, you will. We got four days until we're hiking. You'll be just fine. No, I'm not. I won't be. I'm not gonna be fine. I'm like, stop being so negative, you fucking asshole. Yes, you will. No, I won't. After the first hike, you said your knee was fucked and you're done. And I said, no, it's not. And you said, yes, it is. I'm going to see a specialist. He's going to tell me the worst. And I said, no, he's not. You're going to be just fine, and I'll see you at the top of the next mountain, you fuck. And you look what happened. You saw the doctor, and what did he tell you? He encouraged you to get up on that fucking mountain, you lazy son of a bitch. So now I'm saying, you're going to be fine, and I'll call you on Saturday to see how you feel. No, I'm not going to feel better. I'm telling you now. There's not enough time. I'll call you on Saturday, and you're going to feel just fine. Bye. And I hung up the phone. Sometimes you need someone in your life to really whip your ass into shape. And that person's me in this situation. 
I really doubt he's going to be able to make it, though. <laughs> oh, God. So he's already out. One fucking mountain, and he's done. Basically, my six-pack of peaks is my training. Um, well, it kind of turned into that because uh, I'm all over the place. I'm sorry, everybody. I haven't done a podcast in quite some time, a solo podcast, and I don't have an outline. I'm just kind of winging it. So my training was supposed to be, all right, I'm going to go on mountain hikes, which are substantially harder than normal hikes because I want to train and get prepped for my Hawaii hike. That's right, everybody. I think I mentioned it before. Or did I? I mentioned it on Sticks and Stones podcast, but maybe not this one. My wife and I are returning to Kauai this year in June. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. The reason we're going back, the only reason I want to go back, well, besides that it's a fucking amazing island and I love it. Nah, there's a lot of reasons. I love that fucking island. We had a fantastic time. But the real reason I want to go back is because I want to complete that 11-mile hike um, on the Kalalau Trail. That's how you pronounce it. Apparently, it was a rite of passage for the natives. As uh, if you want to become a man, you got to complete that hike. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I was like, dude, I want to do it. So we went on. We went two miles in on that hike, and it was the most beautiful hike I've ever been on thus far. But uh, you know, it's it's kind of tough at that point. I'm in better shape now, but you know, the wife sure isn't. But we're gonna backpack it. We're gonna we're gonna take the eleven miles in one day. Uh, I already got the permits. We're gonna camp the the first night, the second day, just hang out the whole day on that secluded beach. You can only get there if you hike or cheat and take a fucking boat. And then the third day, hike back eleven miles, and then we have uh, another eight days on the island. Oh, I can't wait. So that was my plan to start training. Do some tough mountain hikes, and uh, this one should be a fucking no, a piece of cake with my 25-pound pack on my back, or maybe more. I haven't waited. So then it turned into, hey, we're doing the six-pack of peaks. Why not do the mother of them all? Mount Whitney. That's right. Mount Whitney, the highest peak in the country. Let me look it up. I think it's 14,000 feet. Hold on. Typey, typey. Searchy, searchy. Yep, 14,505 feet. Oh, Studio 505. <laughs> the highest summit in the... Con- what? Contiguous? Okay, I know many times in this podcast I sound like a fucking moron, but I don't know what contiguous means. Contiguous United States. The contiguous United States consists of the 48 adjoining U.S. states plus Washington, D.C. on the continent of North America. The term excludes the non-contiguous states of Alaska and Hawaii and all offshore United States territories and possessions. Okay, so I, I guess it's the, the highest point in the lower 48. Contiguous. Stupid. <laughs> So there you have it, Mount Whitney. So that's the goal. We already have uh, our permit. It's not desired to hike the time we're going to hike, but they're all booked up. We're going in October. Uh, Supposedly, the best times is July, 
August, September. I think July is the best because there's still snow up there in fucking early July. You believe that? And you don't want to be hiking up there in the snow. It's scary and it's dangerous. And it could have thunderstorms and lightning, all that shit. So you could be killed many different ways. But the, the, the majority of the problems that people have are the majority of people have the most. Hold on, I can do this. The problem that affects the most people. There you go. That's better. Is mountain sickness. Altitude change, everybody. People don't get used to it. Apparently, what I read is they compared it to once you get up, uh, I think, past 12,000 feet. I think the air is thin and it's, it's uh, comparable to working out, plugging one of your nostrils. Like you can't get enough oxygen because normally, uh, well, I think I'm done sounding like a moron. It's harder to breathe. <laughs> the air's thinner up there. So what you got to do is uh, apparently you got to go up there, acclimate yourself to the altitude. So you got to go up there a couple of days before. Maybe take a little practice hikes, just get used to being up there, and then you should have no problems. But uh, you know what? I started worrying about it a little bit, and then I watched some videos, and this Asian chick did a video of her whole hike, and she was out of shape, dude. She did not. She was a little plump. She had a dorky-ass fucking dude and some other weird girl with her, and they made it. So I'm like, ah, if they made it, I should have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty badass. And once you're up at the very top, you get to sign a little book. You know, only a select few thousand, whoever goes up there. So uh, that's that's the plan. And I'm pretty excited about it. I once heard something that uh, the key to life is always having something to look forward to. And that's the key to happy. uh, You know, I don't know if that's true. It helps. (laughs) Every month for the next uh, six months, I've got something to look forward to. So uh, makes, it makes life a little more positive, everybody. Hey, monkey, take that advice, you fuck. <laughs> a negative son of a bitch. I swear, man. I swear. Uh, let's see. What else do I got? Oh, big news, everybody. The Raiders. The Raiders. That's right. The NFL, the Oakland Raiders, have obtained Marshawn Lynch. Hashtag beast mode. Whoa. Things are looking pretty fucking wild for the old silver and black, couldn't you say? It's pretty exciting. Last year, they looked really fucking good. But uh, the, the, the goddamn tragedy that struck our quarterback, breaking his goddamn fucking leg, ruined everything. But this year, I don't know. It's looking pretty good. I'm pretty excited about it. But James, aren't they moving to Las Vegas? Actually, yes, they are. In a few years, they're moving to Las Vegas. They're going to build a brand new stadium down there. I don't know how I feel about it. I like the name Oakland Raiders. It sounds cool. <laughs> uh, but it is closer. But it's too fucking hot there, man. And I do have a... Uh, I do have a thing with Vegas now. What, what happened, James? Is, is everything okay? I spoke about this in the other podcast, but... Um, I might as well make it official on this one. I think I'm never going to Las Vegas again because of what happened to me the last time I was there. I don't want to talk about it. Come on, James, talk about it. Okay, fine, I'll talk about it. 
Yeah, uh, the last time I was in Vegas, something very bad happened, and it kind of left a negative impact. First of all, Vegas gets fucking old fast. You're there for one day, and you're already kind of over it. Um, yeah. So this last Christmas, I gave you my heart, and the very next day, you gave it away. Oh, my God, James. That was so fucking lame. I know. I know. I know. Shout out to George Michael. Uh, yeah, last Christmas, I told the family, the kids, I'm like, look, instead of a bunch of presents you probably won't care about after a few days, how about we go on a trip somewhere and have some fun? Okay. So where do you want to go? And after much deliberation, it was <laughs> Vegas was the winner. <laughs> oh, God. So we went to Vegas and had some fun. Then Peterson, Peterson, son, 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 and his family wound up going out there. We met up. And I'm going to blame Peterson. It was all his fault. We wound up getting some Fat Tuesdays. No, nah, it wasn't his fault. It was my fault. I mean, hey, something I've learned in my life is we all make our own decisions. And we have to suffer the consequences of those decisions. And uh, we got some Fat Tuesdays. I got a pretty large drink with uh, three extra shots. And we were walking around having a great fucking time. Well, I was anyway. And then afterwards, they took off. I was feeling fantastic, everybody. And so I wanted to keep it going. Now, look, I wasn't shit-faced, but I was pretty buzzed and feeling great. And so I got a refill on the same drink, the same three extra shots. Oh, God. And uh, I told my wife, because I, I didn't have too much for dinner because my stomach was feeling a, weir a bit weird. And so I'm like, hey, I'm going to go take a walk and get a, a sandwich from Earl of Sandwich, which was like a mile away. I was like, do you want me to bring you one? She's like, all right. So I walked them to the room. Oh, there's something I needed to add. <laughs> On the drive up to Vegas, I said in front of everyone, loud enough for everyone to hear, Every hotel I go into, I'm going to put $10 on black on the roulette wheel. And so once we get to the first hotel, my son, Daddy, Daddy, turn on black, turn on black. He wants me to do it. And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do it. And then finally, when I get around to it, I put 10 on black and I fucking lose. And I'm like, this is not the way it's supposed to go at all. I'm supposed to win every time and, you know, be up like a uh, hundred bucks by the end of the trip so then I kind of ruined it for me and he kept telling me every time we walked by a casino daddy turn on black ah no not right now so we're going to see that Beatles love show and we're waiting for my wife and daughter in the bathroom and there's a roulette wheel right you know 30 feet away from us daddy turn on black I was like alright you know what when your mommy comes back I'm gonna go do it cause you know I can't take it with me so I go to the table I put 10 on black I think I hand him 20 bucks and like an asshole, I'm thinking I'm going to get change back, but he gives, me, he gives me 20 bucks on chips. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck. That's how this works. I put 10 on black. I lose. I'm like, God damn it. Might as well make, spend the other 20 or the other 10. I put uh, 10 on black again. I win. 10 on black again. I win. It's like, all right, sweet. And I think I walked away. Another casino I go into, I put 10 on black. I win. Now I'm up 10 bucks. And uh, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. He kept telling me to do it and I kept refusing. So anyway, this night, I walked them back to the room. 
It's like, all right, I'm going to get my sandwich now. I start walking past the casino and I look over. And I go, you know what? I'm going to play a couple hands in the roulette wheel. That's all it was. That's all it was supposed to be. I go to the fucking wheel. I think I had 40 bucks in my pocket. I play. There's another Mexican guy next to me, a middle-aged dude. And he's got a bunch of chips all over the whole table, and he's winning like crazy. And here comes me, turn on black, right? I think I lost, and then I won, I lost. And then, you know, I lost all my money, basically. This guy keeps playing, and I go, hey, man, do you mind if I just watch? Like, I'm already done. Do you mind if I watch you? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, buddy, no problem. Next thing you know, here comes a waitress. He goes, okay, bring me another Dos Equis and bring one for my buddy here too. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's right. You get free drinks when you gamble. I totally forgot about that because I don't really gamble. And so uh, she gives this weird look. Like she rolls her eyes and I'm like, what the fuck was that about? And she walks away, right? I keep watching him. I'm asking him tips. He's playing odds. He's playing, you can put the chip. I don't fucking know. Like I said, I'm not a gambler. You can put the chips in, this, in, the, in the middle of four different numbers. You can put them on odd numbers. You can put them on colors. You can put them uh, fucking this, this, and that. And so he's like teaching me all this stuff. He's talking to me. He's fucking cool. We're laughing. The chick brings the beers. Next thing you know, it's been hours probably that I've been there with this guy. We've, I've probably had about three or four beers. I don't even know. I have no idea. And uh, I was like, all right, man. Oh, he's telling me to put money down. We're winning hands. He's like, oh, you're my lucky charm, bro. And this and that. And, but then, you know, we lose. And ah, we'll get him again the next round. Cool fucking dude. So I'm like, all right, dude, I'm out of here. I'm like, you know, it's been fun. But I, I'm going to get going. It's Christmas night, everybody. <laughs> my family's up in the room. I've been down here gambling for who fucking knows how long. I'm not paying attention. Just having a blast. He was like, all right, here you go, man. And he hands me a $100 chip. And I go, no, 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 no. That's, that's cool. Here, here. No, 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 no. You want it. You want it. I go, yeah, with your money. He's like, no, but you want it. You earned it. He's like, no, 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 no. This is yours. I had fun. That's cool. And he, and he grabs my hand and he puts the fucking uh, the, the, uh, chip in it. He's like, look, my friend, what I've learned in my life is that when you have success, you share it with other people. God bless you. Have a good night. Have, have, take your family to breakfast tomorrow. I was like, fuck. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I walk away. walk to the cashier fucking place. Slap that shit down. She hands me a $100 bill. Great fucking feeling, right? I'm on top of the world feeling just capital. So now I'm walking down the street. You know, to go get that sandwich. That's when my fucking memory goes. I remember actually walking with the hundred, putting it in my pocket, walking away towards the, the strip. Next thing you know, it's like I time traveled. Now I'm in a hotel. I recognize I'm in Planet Hollywood. I'm um, over a mile away from where I was and I have no memory of getting there. And I'm just like, it's just like, boop. Oh, fuck. How did I get here? And I'm walking in the uh, shopping area of Planet Hollywood. And everything's closed because it's, who fucking knows what time? And it's late and it's Christmas. 
and it's dead. And I'm walking around all by myself. There's nobody around. And I'm just like, oh, shit. What the fuck? And I, I just trying to navigate my way out of this area. Next thing you know, I hear something and I'm walking. I look to my right and there's a guy sweeping. And the way he looks at me at the moment, I felt like on those movies where the CIA is after you and everyone's watching you. And they've all got earpieces in. And they're all communicating, but there's just kind of like looking over their shoulder at what you're doing. That's how I felt. Then I got so fucking, I felt like everyone was watching me. All eyes were on me. Super paranoia. So I was like, all right, I got to just go find the sandwich place, get the food and get the fuck back to the room. Next thing you know, boop, all of a sudden I'm in a parking garage in a different hotel. I have no idea where I am. And I've been talking to two guys. <laughs> I come to all of a sudden in the middle of the conversation and the guy tells me, one of the two guys, I'm not sure if they, I think they were employees of this underground parking garage, but I'm not really sure. All I know is the guy goes, hey, bro, do I got to call somebody? And I don't know if he meant the police or if he meant some family or friends or someone. I'm not fucking sure. I don't know what I told him. I don't know if I made any sense. I have no idea. But the way he was looking at me, I just felt like, get the fuck out of here now. And I just beelined it away from him. And I just remember thinking, get the fuck away, get away, get away. And the next thing you know, boop, I'm getting off the elevator on the floor to my room. And I have no idea. If I, I do not remember even going there. I was so terrified. I get to the room. My wife is worried, sick. She's fucking scared. And I go, we go in the bathroom and she's just, the next morning she said I was talking like a fucking... Talking perfectly clearly. I didn't sound drunk. I didn't sound uh, like I was slurring. My words were, were precise and clear. Just telling her that I was, uh, you know, you don't know what I've done to get back here. You don't know what I've been through. Uh, they're all, you know, this, they're all watching me and the city is fucking evil. Like all this weird stuff. And that I was flipping her out. It wound up being like four or five in the fucking morning. I was gone for like six hours. <laughs> I do not remember most of them. About half of them probably. I don't know how long I was with the guy gambling. But I felt like a big fucking asshole. And it, it terrified the shit out of me. I don't know. Dude, I don't know what could have happened. She said that I was, I was being chased by someone and that something about a fight or something. I don't fucking know. I don't remember that. I don't remember if someone was after me. Maybe someone was. I don't fucking know. But just that feeling of like, holy shit, what are you doing, man? What the fuck are you doing? At that point, I decided to really... I, at that point, I quit drinking. But, you know, since then I've drank. <laughs> but nothing crazy at all. I decided at that point, like, all right, dude, you, you got you to... Gotta, Stop with this shit. Enough is enough. The fact that you're uh, you're putting you're on you're on a vacation with your family, and this is what happens. Now I didn't plan it. It fucking just all of a sudden hit me. But I got it. You know what? I think I think someone slipped me something. Oh yeah, James, you're the victim. You said it yourself, James. You make choices, and you got to pay for the consequences, James.
Yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, you're probably right. But I don't know. It just doesn't add up to me. I've been shit-faced before. But uh, she said I was speaking perfectly clearly. And it just it doesn't feel like I was drunk. It feels like I was drugged the way shit was going down. It just It just seems fucking weird. And then I was thinking back to the way that waitress made that face when that guy asked for another round of beer. I was like, did she slip something in our fucking drinks? Because they bring you an open bottle of beer. You know what I mean? Anything could have fucking happened. I don't know. I have no clue. Scary shit. So, uh, yeah, that was a real eye opener. <laughs> so, uh, I've, I've been living a healthier lifestyle, everybody. I've really cut back on drinking. I hardly drink at all. I've been eating really healthy for the most part. A plant-based diet. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Oh, God. Oh. I posted this thing on Facebook. One day. One day. Uh-oh. You got me going. I can't stop now. One day. I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit having thrown them away. But why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, raising, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> so one day, I posted on the Facebooks about how my family and I are leading a more healthy lifestyle. <laughs> and I posted a few links to some videos on the same post because I know people don't like being felt like they're being preached to, uh, which uh, wasn't my intention. But it was like, hey, I found out some information. I'd like to share it with you. And I have one post with a few videos attached to it. If you like to watch them, go for it. If not, keep scrolling on by. So, of course, I got shit from people, especially Lido. Fuck. Uh, vegan shit. Now, I never said I was going vegan. Never said that once. Um, all I did was one of the videos linked was 101 reasons to go vegan. And so everyone assumed, oh, he's vegan. How do you know if someone's vegan? Don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> right? So for the most part, I do lead a uh, plant-based diet. <laughs> the cutting out dairy is easy because I'm lactose intolerant. So that that one's that one's a no-brainer for me. Uh, if you don't know, just to clarify, a vegetarian is someone that does not eat meat. A vegan is someone that does not eat anything having to do with animals. We're talking about mayonnaise because it's got eggs in it. Uh, we're talking about, of course, milk. We're talking about honey because it comes from bees. That's how hardcore they go. I'm not a vegan. I will eat honey, no problem. I eat meat once in a while. But for the most part, we do, we do avoid meat. Uh, real quick, because I know all I can feel you all rolling your eyes. <laughs> One of the videos I've seen... Uh, well, I think it was actually a video on Netflix my wife showed me. My wife actually got into this shit pretty hardcore once uh, the Hawaii trip was planned. And, uh, well, okay, real, real quick on a backstory. You, most of you already know this. The reason I started going uh, on my health kick and trying to lose weight was because last year we went to Hawaii. And so 2014 in January or February, no, not 14, sorry, 20, what the fuck year is it right now? So 2016, in January, uh, we thought about going on a vacation. 
And so she's like, let's go to Hawaii. I was like, I don't want to go nowhere tropical. I want to go somewhere else. Let's go to Hawaii. I'm going to go somewhere with a beach. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to book a trip to Hawaii because it'll get my ass motivated to lose some weight and get in shape. Because, I mean, I was kind of letting myself go for a while there. You know, it wasn't pretty. I would go to take a shower and I would just constantly fat shit myself. Look at you, you fat piece of shit. You fucking loser. Look how gross you look, right? So I was like, all right, Hawaii will be the deadline. Because, I mean, you can just say, yeah, I'm going to lose weight and then just slack off. Like, well, fuck it. You know I mean, tomorrow I'll make up for it. Tomorrow I'll exercise extra hard. But no, once you got a deadline and it's like, hey, you're going to go. This date is like, oh shit, I got something to work forward to. So the date was set. We were going in June. It was February. I had, what, four months to, to do it. So I lost like 40 pounds in that time because I was really hardcore motivated. So uh, now, you know, I kind of slacked off. And then, but since then, I still lost 15 more pounds. I guess my metabolism sped up or whatever the case. And so she was like, all right. Going back to Hawaii, okay, I'm going to start uh, eating, uh, you know, exercising and eating better. Then for whatever fucking reason, she comes up with, hey, I want to I wanna try to cut out meat altogether and go lean more towards the vegan side. I'm like, what? So like I said, I'm like toast and carrot. So cutting out all the dairy and all that shit was easy for me. But the meat thing, we hardly even eat red meat anyway. But I was eating chicken, turkey every fucking day. Every day I was eating turkey and chicken for sure. Sometimes we'd have beef, but uh, it was rare. But, you know, there's, there's certain videos out there that are pretty shocking. And the one I'll only talk about, because most people, like I said, will roll their eyes. If you don't even give a shit about how the animals are treated, that doesn't matter. The part that's really creepy is they did a study uh, in China because, no, not the Chinese. Some American guys did a study in China <laughs> because uh, there's so many fucking people in China. And uh, there, I guess there's a whole different... In each region you go to, there's whole different aspects of how they, what kind of diet they have and all that kind of stuff. So they have this map they show and all the studying and all the analyzing they did based on all these different regions of people they were studying, the, the region of people that had the most meat in their diets also had the most cancer. Dun, dun, dun! Right? It's, uh, it's not a coincidence. So if that does nothing for you, well, that's your choice, like I said. I am not here to stand on the soapbox and talk down to you people. I'm here just to spread knowledge, rumors, hearsay, and opinions. And you can toss them out as you wish or savor them. Ah, oh, to savor stuff, James. All right, great. So there's that. Uh, I don't know why I brought all that. Oh, uh, uh, that's, that's the way I'm living nowadays. That's why. Just to catch you all up with James and his life. <laughs> So that's how uh, that's how the weight's been falling right off me. Well, you know, and I cut. All right. So people ask me because they see me. Oh, my God. You look so you lost. How much weight you lose? How did you do it? That's the most question I get every time someone sees me that I haven't seen in a long time. So what did you do? How did you lose the weight? Now, here's the fucking I'm just going to give you the short version. Calorie intake and exercise. That's all it comes down to. 
I got an app that counts your calories for you. You input what you're eating every day. You put your goal weight you want to be. You put how much weight you are now. And it tells you how many calories you're allowed to eat for the day to reach that weight. So that's all I've been doing. And after a while, you just kind of get used to eating that much food. And you start eating healthier foods. And that's it. Simple. Smoothie for breakfast. Uh, While I'm at work, I'll have some fucking cuties. I'll snack on some nuts. Oh my God, James. Tell me more. Ah, get your mind out of the gutter. Um, something like that. Like just, you know, some, some uh, healthy style crackers to chew on as a little snack. You know, a uh, granola bar. But those can, you know, be careful with those. They're loaded with sugar, some of them. <laughs> For lunch every day, a salad. What's in your smoothie, James? Yep. Kale, strawberries, blueberries, bananas. Sometimes some peanut butter, water. That's it. And it's fucking amazing tasting and it's good. And it's good for you. Yeah, dude, for lunch, uh, I'll have a salad. Sometimes I'll have some fucking plant-based meat. Or I'll have some tuna, depending on how I feel. And then for dinner, whatever the wife makes. Vegetables. We have fucking veggie burgers. We'll have pizza. Uh, You know, flatbread with... uh, fake cheese that tastes pretty fucking close to real cheese vegetables all over it barbecue sauce you can do it there are healthy alternatives now again i'm not preaching to you i'm just saying what i do because people ask me all the time what do you do what have you been doing you can still eat this kind of shit but you know you just have to have uh dude we've been eating ice cream coconut milk ice cream fantastic it can be done the power is yours it's easy, but it's fucking difficult. You know what I mean? Because, uh, yeah, to have that willpower. I understand. Dude, the other day, let me just tell you this. All right, this is how we're not very strict. <laughs> the other day, we were watching the movie The Founder with Michael Keaton. Pretty fucking good movie. It's about the McDonald's, how it came to be known today. So while we're, we're like 40 minutes into the movie, my wife goes, God damn, I want McDonald's. And I was like, what? (laughs) She's always saying how gross the idea of McDonald's is and how she's never wants to eat it. And, uh, you know, she never wants to eat red meat. But watching this movie, it's a big fucking McDonald's commercial the first half. And she was, because it's just, wait, I won't spoil it for you, but she really wanted it. And she's like, I'm going to go get some. It's like 11 o'clock at night or 10 something. uh, I forgot what day it was. I was like, Really? So she drove out and picked up McDonald's. And uh, you know what? I got, I got some too. And it was pretty fucking good. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, there you have it, boys and girls. I know it's been a long time since uh, I've done a podcast. And now you're caught up on all my activities. I lead a mostly plant-based diet. And I like going hiking in the mountains. <laughs> oh, God. So there you go. I've got goals. Yeah, dude, it's fucking amazing hiking these mountains. I mean, so far I've only done one, but I've gone on a lot of hikes. But uh, to to hike to the top of a fucking mountain and to feel the accomplishment afterwards and to do it with people, to do it uh, with a group, it's pretty fucking cool. Like I said, the next one's on Sunday and then ultimately uh, Mount Whitney. That's the goal. And uh, pretty fucking excited about it. I'm going to make it a whole weekend. Gonna go up there a couple of days beforehand, chill out, hang out in the fucking wilderness. 
Should be pretty cool. Take the hike. Already got some fancy clothes. Woo! I learned the hard way on Mount Wilson. I had a cotton shirt on. Long sleeve with a hood. Once I got to the top, I was all, you know, you're all sweaty because I have that backpack on with all my shit. With my, uh, with my water bladder and my snacks. Once I got to the top, I was all freezing <laughs> because cotton holds the moisture in like an asshole. So, stuff you learn along the way. And there you have it. And now I know. And knowing it was half the battle. Gia, Gia. Oh, one more thing I wanted to say before I start closing it out. Of, um, football related. Uh, you know what? I, I went off on a whole tangent about Vegas that uh, I never finished talking about the Raiders. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be back to Vegas to watch a Raider game. I'm sure I will. I think I was just in shock from that whole last thing. Uh, dude, yeah, I don't know. But... um. Exciting. Exciting seeing the Raiders finally having a positive talk around town. A buzz, if you will. But, you know, you can already see all the fucking people coming out of the woodwork. All the bandwagoners. It's pretty funny how that works. Finally, I'm on the opposite end. Instead of seeing it, you know, for other teams, it's like, oh, now it's my team. Now it's my team. People are like, oh, man, the Raiders. Like, oh, yeah, really? (laughs) Interesting. But uh, speaking of football... I'm sure you've heard about this guy, Aaron Hernandez, who used to be on the Patriots, uh, I guess was a decent player, and then killed a bunch of people, got thrown in jail for life, prison. Apparently, he got a couple of the uh, charges removed, and he's like, oh, yeah, well, he didn't do it after all. He's not guilty, but he's still in prison for life for killing someone else. So, allegedly, uh, well, he killed himself. He committed suicide in jail recently after he was just uh, released from the other charges. Uh, so he, you know what? I sound like a fucking moron once again. I'm not a lawyer, although I did go to law school. So take this whole show with a grain of salt, whatever that expression means. I'm not even really sure. So through a weird loophole in the law, apparently some people are making a theory that he killed himself because he wanted to allow his daughter to receive the $10 million that's allowed to her now through this weird fucking loophole. Because uh, now that he got dismissed from the other charges, he's still involved with this one murder. But apparently, if you're allowed to appeal it, uh, or something weird, dude, like I said, I don't fucking know. But if he's allowed to appeal it, then he he's still allowed to have access to that money. And so before it could be thrown out or he can get his rights taken away, he killed himself so that his daughter could collect that money. I don't know if that's true, but that's pretty fucking wild. And if it is true, that's pretty cool of him to do. Take himself out to take care of his kid. Even though, yeah, she's not going to have a father now. But yeah, but she's not going to have a father anyway because the dude's in prison for life. You know, if he was able to do this and it, and it is working out the way, apparently if he planned this whole thing, some people are saying he's too dumb to plan this. <laughs> but if someone came up to him and told him, hey, look, this is possible. If a lawyer gave him the insight and he actually did it to take care of his kid, that's pretty fucking admirable. I'd do the same thing. If I wound up in jail and I, well, if I took myself out, set my kid up for life, <laughs> done deal. I'm not going to rot here in jail. Basically, the reason I brought that up is because everyone's shitting on this guy. They're making fun of him, making him to memes. But if he did get the last laugh, in a sense, where 
he did play that loophole and now his kid is taken care of and he's like, well, fuck that. I win. That's pretty cool. That's all I'm trying to say. That's it. All right. That was a whole bunch of rambling nonsense. So let's start closing the show out with a segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy. All right. Fancy times, everybody. I fancy that's a segment in which I talk about something that makes me happy. Something positive for a change. You guys tired of all the negative nonsense in the world? Well, this is the segment for you. All right. I fancy that. Let me look through my list of notes here so I can find out the one that I like. Because there's no structure to this show. It's all by the seat of my pants. Okay. I fancy. Oh, this is a good one. As you all know, or you don't, it doesn't matter. I work for a living on the mean streets. I'm out all the time, all over the place. And there are times where nature calls and I got to make a pee-pee. Now, I do, I am given, I am provided with these pee-pee bags where I can piss into a bag and it's got little, a little diaper, the material that's found in diapers where it soaks up and absorbs all the pee. But there are times where I don't want to, you know, I could be next to a school in a neighborhood and I'm not going to start peeing into a bag <laughs> and, and I'm some sex offender list. So sometimes I just want to go to a bathroom because I feel like I don't have enough privacy. And uh, what I've realized lately is a lot of bathrooms are doing something fantastic. And I fancy they're turning their men's and women's bathrooms into both unisex bathrooms. So now if you walk into, go to the bathroom and there's someone in the men's room, but that women's room is empty, that's not a problem anymore. You can go right in. Fantastic. It doesn't make any sense to have one of each. That always drove me fucking nuts. And I would think, should I go in the women's room? Nah, because I might seem like I'm a weirdo. <laughs> and now they've eliminated that whole thing because they made both of them unisex. I think it's mostly because of the whole transgender deal. But you know, I'll take it. You'll take it where, James? Oh, boy. Speaking of that, last night I hung out with uh, my sister-in-law and her wonderful husband. And they made some BLTs. They had the vegan option as well. <laughs> they had real bacon and vegan bacon. Plant-based bacon. Pretty fucking good, to be honest with you. But uh, so I called it, I'll take an LGBLT. Because, <laughs> you know, it's the gay version. Because it's not real meat. Oh my God, James, that's offensive. We've talked about this. If you're offended, just turn the podcast right off. Because I'm pretty proud of that joke, the LGBLT. Oh, God. Let's just take a few moments to appreciate that. Ready? <laughs> LGBLT. Pretty good. Okay. But it, you know what? On all honesty, it was a fucking great sandwich. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. So I fancy, I guess LGBLTs, and I fancy bathrooms, uh, restaurants that are turning bathrooms into... Uh, Unisex bathrooms. Great fucking idea. Fantastic idea. And I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. All right, and now we come back to the negative aspect of life because we all like to be negative cunts. 
facts, don't we? Yes. All right. The fuck you moment is a segment. It's the opposite of fancy. It's when I get to complain, jump, scream, whine, bitch <laughs> about something that bothers me. So I want to say fuck you to cashiers that get a little too talkative. Okay, they ask, they ask some questions maybe they shouldn't be asking. <laughs> this is actually an embarrassing story. That's why, I mean, I know the guy's heart was in the right place, but uh, I had to lie to the guy to save myself. Or should I have just been completely honest? You be the judge. So I was at Target with the, with the kids. And I had, a, I had a cart full of stuff. And I had a box of baby wipes. As you all know, if you are listeners of the show. And if you're not, you'll learn this about me now. I use baby wipes to clean my asshole. That's right. I take extra good care of my asshole. <laughs> oh my god. I had to stop that recording. Because my kid came in the <laughs> I picked up my kids from school and I uh, she's like, Can I go can I go to the neighbor's house, Daddy? I was like, All right, go over there for thirty minutes. And so she was gone. And that's why I was gonna come here and finish this podcast up. I had to stop uh, halfway through. And she comes in as soon as I'm talking about my clean asshole. <laughs> oh man. And she's looking at me all weird. She's like, I heard what you said. The neighbor kids almost came in and heard you. I'm like, why would you bring them in here? I didn't. But they almost came in and heard you. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> Holy shit. So anyway, I like to keep a clean asshole. <laughs> Ever since I went on a camping trip like 10 years ago, uh, and this guy brought a, a bag of baby wipes. I'm like, what is that for? He's like, dude, to clean your ass, you don't do this? I'm like, no. He goes, man, it's the, like, it's the most, you know, it's the greatest feeling having a totally clean asshole. So, ever since then, I've been doing it. And I couldn't imagine not having my, my baby wiped ass. <laughs> so I'm at the store. I'm at Target with my kids. And the guy's trying to make small talk. He's like, oh, you got two kids, huh? He's like, yeah, how old are you guys? And they're asking, they're, you know, oh, I'm 10, I'm 7. And the whole deal. So he's scanning all my shit. And he gets the baby wipes and he scans it. Oh, you got a little one at home too, huh? That's exciting. And I'm like, oh God. Yeah, I sure do. I just <laughs> I just lied. <laughs> I could have said, no, I actually use that to clean my asshole. But I didn't. I just uh you know went along with the whole lie. But it's like, dude, you don't know what's going on. I mean, is it is he fine to assume that my baby wipes are, are for babies? <laughs> he doesn't know if I clean my ass with baby wipes, I guess. I don't know. Is he innocent here? Or should you just not be asking questions like that? I mean, too many questions as a cashier. Maybe I'm wrong on this one. He was just being innocent. Okay, maybe just fuck you to myself. I could have just said the truth, Right? You know what? I'm going to live a better lifestyle from now on. Uh, uh, a more truthful lifestyle. If you ask me what my baby wipes are for, if I have a baby at home, I'm going to tell you, no. It's for cleaning my own ass. God damn it. I'm proud of it. I don't care who hears. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, you know what? I missed a, a fancy. My wife just came home and she brought me a coffee from Starbucks. I've been digging this coffee lately. Dude. It's a the new nitro cold brew. 
they do some kind of nitrogen infusion infusion with it or something but it comes out it looks and and has the same con- consistency of Guinness beer oh god it's fucking good it's got a frothy head on it it's fucking amazing i've been hooked on them and so the other day i was off that day that i had my uh, uh no that's not true anyway i had a long it was saturday i, I worked the whole day I was busy, dude. It was a long fucking day. And all I wanted to do was, was stop by and grab one of these coffees, come home and unwind because the wife wasn't home. She was out. So I go there and uh, waiting in line for fucking... The, the line in the drive-thru was like literally 20 cars. I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. I walk in. I'm in my company uniform. I already feel like a douche. Now I'm in line and the line is dragging, dude. There's a lot of people, but it's going extra slow. It takes about literally, literally 15 minutes for me to get to the, to the counter to order. And the guy that was there was just some young douchebag looking guy. Just looked like he was overwhelmed and he couldn't take it all in. And uh, just here and there, I walk up to the counter and I look at him. He doesn't even acknowledge me. He just turns and walks away. I was like, dude, what the fuck? At least say like, hey, how you doing? Uh, give me a minute, please. Right now, I'm not some kind of snob, but it's like, dude, come on. This is 101. This is first day. Say hi to someone when they come to your business. He walks away. He's grabbing other shit. And I'm like, all right, I'll take a, I'll just take a Grande Nitro cold brew. Um, hold on. No, take it back. He doesn't even say that. He just immediately goes on his little uh, communication device. Do we have any more Nitro cold brew? Uh, all out. And I just went, are you fucking kidding me? I drove out of my way to come here. I specifically walked in because the line outside was too fucking long. I'm standing in line for 15 minutes. And after all that, oh, and I don't get acknowledged. And after all that, this motherfucker nonchalantly breaks my heart by saying they're all out. And so I don't know why I said it. I have no idea. But I said to him, I specifically came to this location because not all of you, not all the locations carry nitro cold brew. And I'm in this long line. Like, and now you're saying there's nothing, there's nothing left. I don't know why I said it, dude. It just, I I was just (laughs) long day. I don't know. Maybe I just wanted him to say, you know what? This is why I said it. Now that I'm thinking about it, I wanted him to say, you know what? I'm sorry about that. Can I just, you know, can I give you an iced coffee in the house? That would have satisfied me. But he goes like this. He looks at me with his big fucking eyeballs and he like puts his hands out in this gesture like, well, I don't know. I don't fucking know. And he goes, I don't know what to tell you. And at that point, I, I got extra pissed and like a high fucking society snob, I just turned and walked away. <laughs> and I wrote a strongly worded email. I never do that. I was in a very cunty mood. They want to give me a $15 credit. <laughs> Fuck you to me. Once again, I never do that. I never trash on someone at a job. You know, he, he could have been new and just overwhelmed. And here, here I am, this snobby asshole. You don't have what I want. Oh, my God. And he didn't tell me what I wanted to hear, so I got all upset. Like I said, though, I worked all day. I'm even ashamed talking about it now.
I feel like a big asshole. But you know, there's got to be some kind of accountability, right? He dropped the ball on multiple multiple occasions. He didn't even say hi to me. Didn't even look me in the fucking eye. Longer than a second. Just like glance and walked away. I'm in there to spend money. I'm waiting in this long fucking line. He knows the line's long. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk myself up now. I'm trashing myself, but uh, he owes it to me to at least say hi. So fuck him. <laughs> oh, God. This is a pretty weak one. So fuck you to me twice. Fuck you to that guy. And fuck you to the guy asking about my baby wipes. Oh, Jesus. All right. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right. You know what? But I fancy. I want to add to the fancy. I fancy my wife surprising me with a nitro cold brew coffee. Oh, what a surprise. What a wonderful woman. Wife. I fancy you. Okay. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to, that I totally forgot to cover. Like I said, I have no structure for this one. I was just totally freeballing it. And when I was looking for my fancy, I realized I forgot to add this in my whole ranting and raving about uh, hiking. I've decided that when I'm older and I'm retired because I don't have the time, I'm planning on hiking the Appalachian Trail. That's right. Your old pal Danger is actually going to get into real danger. <laughs> Hold on, let me look this up again. Here we go. All right, there it is. The Appalachian Trail. It goes from Georgia to Maine, everybody. It's about 2,200 miles. It takes about five to seven months. That's pretty fucking wild, right? The Appalachian Trail is the longest hiking-only trail in the world. That's what it says here. But uh, it's pretty wild shit. You're going to hit uh, some, some really bad weather. You got to be prepared for all of it. I've done limited research and I've seen this movie called, uh, I think it's called A Walk in the Woods with Robert Redford and Nick Nolte. They're old as fuck and he decides to hike the Appalachian Trail and Nick Nolte agrees to go with him. It's an okay movie, but it's interesting if you're into hiking and uh, I am. So there's that. But they encounter all this other shit too. It's pretty scary thinking about it. I mean, there's, there's black bears that could attack you. There's really bad snowy weather. There's uh, ticks and the Lyme disease they give you with all kinds of other creepy crawlies out there. There's other fucking weirdos that might rob you, rape you, and other ugly things. A lot of crazy stuff. Plus, you can uh, hurt yourself. Your feet can get all torn up from walking so much. Plus, you got to carry all that weight in your back. 63-year-old James might not be able to handle it. Ha! Who am I kidding? I'll have new bionic fucking knees by then. But uh, pretty wild shit. You get to see all these states in an intimate way. I mean, you can, you can go to, uh, you know, you could fly somewhere. Oh, I had, I had pizza in Chicago. But did you really experience Illinois? <laughs> if you're walking through these fucking states, that's as intimate as you get. Walking through the woods. Pretty cool stuff. Let me see how many uh, what states the whole thing goes through. Uh, I like to have accurate reporting on this, so here we go. Let me see. All right, it goes through Georgia, North Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. Damn! That's a lot of fucking... I can cross a whole bunch off my list. My ultimate plan, besides 
hiking the Appalachian, Appalachian Trail is I'd like to get an RV when I'm an old fuck and just drive around all over the place. That could be fun. Me and the old lady will become those people. <laughs> but damn, that would be sick to do that. I, wanna, I, I really want to pull that off. Man, that sounds scary, though. I got to find someone crazy enough to go with me. I can't do that shit alone, right? Plus, you need some companionship. I don't want to get raped out on the trail <laughs> or mauled by a bear. At least uh, someone will know what happened to me. <laughs> so, so far in my illustrious list of states that I visited, if you're, if you're curious, everybody, I know this is excellent radio. Uh, California, of course. Nevada. Arizona. Utah. Wyoming. Idaho, Montana, uh, Florida, Virginia, Hawaii. It's 10. 10 states thus far. Is that right? Yeah. Look at me. I'm 20% of the way done. Okay, and now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Yeah, that's going to be it. Appalachian Trail, probably, let's see, I'm 33 now. See how I almost said 20-something? Fucking confused already. I'm 33 now, let's see, about 30 more years of work. So about 63. All right, so 63-year-old James Danger walking to the woods, prancing to and fro. Let's see, in 30 years from now, it's going to be, let's see, 2017, 2050. I'll hide the Appalachian Trail. Holy shit. And I'm giving myself a few years. So, you know, it should be uh, 2047, but I'll give myself a few years, you know, just in case uh, I'm not ready to retire. So 2050 sounds like a good year. 2050. (laughs) So whoever wants to come, you have plenty of time to prepare and get and uh, train for that. All right. That's going to do it, everybody. It's been just fantastic and swell and all other positive words. Uh, So, as always, until next time, stay dangerous, my friends. (laughs) Later.